Welcome to another episode of Be Now. It's the show where nothing needs to happen because it's already happening. Be happening. Yeah, yeah. It's purely about focus on the present, and through experiencing pain and other sensations within your body. In the pasana, that's what we call like the truth of your own. Yeah, yeah. One day I was like. Mom, you know, I noticed myself like I hardly have any cold and haven't had headaches for three years. She was like, "Yeah, you used to take a lot of." I asked my friends to buy a lot of,、uh, you know,、uh, the painkiller for me from the states. So I was like, "That's so weird." Yeah, yeah.、Right, welcome to the show.、Uh, maybe we can start with、uh, just kind of、uh, give us a brief self introduction and let the listeners know about yourself. Cool. My name is Xing Xing, or people call me Xing. Sounds easier. I work at a tech training startup company, and also been in the front line of education business for a little bit more than ten years. And I've been doing meditation since two thousand sixteen. So you've been、uh, meditating since two thousand. It's like four years now, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Twenty twenty. Yes, four years. <laughs> yeah, the time flies, huh? And recently.、Uh, You did the、uh, Vipassana Day Vipassana thing,、uh, Vipassana retreat. So for、uh, for people who don't know what is Vipassana, maybe kind of lay that out. And and yeah, I'm really curious. What was your experience with that process? Awesome. It's funny that hearing you say it's a retreat. That was my actual、uh, perception before I went to Sri Lanka.、Uh, once、uh, one the Dharma Center in Kostama. Um, it's actually a ten-day residence course. I personally like to call it a course、um, mm-hmm. because it is not to me. It was not a retreat.、Okay. So with total eleven <laughs> days there、um, in a specific Dharma location,、uh, so training course location, we wake up every day at four a.m. and then with roughly about ten to eleven hours of meditation every single day. Including every single day, we have about、uh, one hour and a half to two hours of discourse time.、Um, then we we live like a monk, basically. That's what、uh, the founder of the、uh, Vipassana Meditation Center, Sm Goenka, he was he was mentioning as you know, it's like you live like a monk, experience what monks would do、uh, in ten days and get the real. Training of being focused on the present and enjoying finding the art of、uh, living. Then the way we eat is purely vegetarian, but I personally feel like it's more kind of like half vegan. Kind of two full meals a day, morning、uh, breakfast and lunch, and then just afternoon tea. So same schedule around all the. Hundred centers in the world, same schedule, same meditation technique, same tapes, same instructions, and then everywhere in the Vipassana meditation centers. What would the environment look like? What was the scenery like for you? Ah,、uh, the environment. I was at. It was purely like a. It's not a temple, but it's you know. It's really kind of like retreat center. So maybe that's where I would. That's why people would call it retreat. So very zen, very calm, 
No, we have noble silence every single day. Noble silence, including no eye contact, mm -hmm. no talking, no writing, no thinking, right. no any physical touch with anybody, not even with plants, because, you know, we kind of follow, we don't follow any dogma, dogma any religion, but we do trying to keep the morals, uh, standards, loving kindness, which is called the meta, uh, towards everything, every object, and everybody. Mm, it's interesting you said uh, can't touch plants at, or anything because when I did mine, mine was in the desert and I think it was day uh -huh. six or seven. I started because we can walk around the area and the yard or whatever. I started just becoming so fascinated with rocks. I would like zero uh -huh. in on all the like tiny rocks on the ground in the dirt. And I started like collecting them. But maybe I wasn't supposed to, now that I'm thinking, <laughs> now that I'm listening to you. Wait, are you saying you collect them, you take them back to your room, that kind yeah. of collecting, or are you just touching it, feeling it? Or Gathered them, yeah. So after, after the 10 days, I had like 30, 40 rocks just on my dresser in my dorm, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. We, we couldn't, we didn't, uh, we weren't allowed to do that, but we do, I mean, I personally was um, collecting leaves and making them circles, you know, around the uh, around the core center, but we just leave. I just kind of left where they were, just you know, for I wouldn't say for fun. Just when I, uh, there were a couple of times it got really difficult and diff really bored from um, um, meditation. Uh, but we weren't lot. We were not allowed to pick them, you know, take them back to uh, the dorm or even you know any place. So let me ask you this: What made yeah. you wanna? go on this uh not retreat on this course <laughs> why did you want to like because you're you're putting yourself through um through something challenging you know of 10 days no eye contact no speaking all that stuff so what made you want to yeah. i didn't think it was a challenge but now after it came back i believe it is a challenge it's fun so a little bit background about why i did so as you mentioned I've, i mean i mentioned i've been doing meditation for a few years. The reason of doing meditation was just because to seeking peace and quiet kind of mind, or maybe calm mind. That's why after working different corporates, I was always the kind of person that really quick react to something. That means work too, life too. And then I had a two illness situation in the past 10 years. Uh, one was quite serious. I realized I need to do something to change myself, but I know change probably is impossible. So that's why I was like you and I, we shared a lot that we trained. I was trying to uh, seeking different ways of really kind of, I would say, uh, life hacking or biohacking. Mm -hmm. um, so I tried lots of things. And then um, I tried uh, four or five apps of meditation, Sam Harris, Insight, you know, and calm. And I, I feel like they were pretty good to calming. So I haven't had headaches or migraine, which I used to have for about three years. When I step on into step into kind of the pasana was really kind of hearing you talking about it. But so exactly, I was like hearing people talking about there was a teacher uh, referred by maybe Tim Tim Ferriss or some other Western KOL on YouTube was Tara Brock. 
Uh, she was one of the leading teachers in the center in DC. So I started kind of started following her YouTube then uh, a couple years back. And then I really kind of got into, you know, the methodologies um, behind Vipassana meditation because it's purely about focus on the present and through experiencing pain and other sensations within your body. So in Vipassana, that's what we call like the truth of your own. So that's why I kind of really, so all those few things, you know, little by little accumulated together, I kind of like, okay, I'm just going to give it a try. One quick funny thing, I had a little terrifying kind of meltdown before I actually flew to Sri Lanka. I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I've never, since I had iPhone, I've never had experience of leaving my phone aside for 10 days. So, so, and I used to just, you know, uh, my average hours on iPhone is about 10 hours to 12 hours every day. And I was like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? You know, uh, that was also right before coronavirus outbreak kind of really happened in China. Um, So I was like, oh my gosh. So I had a literally breakdown, like uh, maybe three or four days before you mentioned about bodily sensations, like observing your inner body, inner self. What mm-hmm. was that experience like for you? Because I know for everyone's different, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was your experience like? Was it? Did you like it, or did you? Yeah, I mean, uh, it was uh, definitely a challenging thing, and one of the most challenging things I've done, and yeah. also one of the most uh, experiences that I've learned the most from about myself and my own senses and my perceptions. You know. Yeah, yeah, like my, like I was so connected with my nervous system and its pains and aches and, and there were a lot of imagery that I was, uh, I was, uh, that were ever coming up. It's, uh, it's really interesting to hear you say that. The reason I want to kind of ask first was you, I thought, okay, somebody has done this would tell me that they might experience nothing. Well, since I talk with, I would say 20 people from the course I had. We had about close to 80 people. So 43, 44 ladies plus close to 35 guys. For me, the same thing. It was really difficult at first to observe the nostril, the breath come in and come out. Just that little area between nostrils and upper lips. I What I thought was that okay, this is just like any other meditation I've done before. But then my actual experience was I couldn't even focus on my breathing, which is called Anapana meditation, which is the first few days of meditation, uh, Vipassana meditation, which is designed to help your alertness and your sharpness of your brain. So I couldn't even focus, you know, for, I don't know, maybe... (laughs) uh 10 seconds or 15 seconds because the first day and all english speakers I mean the people who uh, don't speak local language you know were kind of summoned by the teacher the very wise old man who just speak very succinctly and he was asking how long you were wandering away you realize like you know one minute two minutes five minutes i'm mm-hmm. the person with the other fields like I don't even know how long I went away. So that was the most challenging thing for me. And I was actually crying the first day. Mm. And then, so I got really, I got, I kind of really, okay, I'm going to be here. 
my flight is going to be nine days away. I'm just going to do the best I can, like the best, the best I can. Right. So after second day, I felt better. So I can feel the difference of that. I know, okay, that was a story I had in my brain. And okay, okay I wandered away and just come back again. One of the challenges was once I started doing uh, on the fourth day for the Pasana meditation, which is more now people call body scan. I, I realized it was more challenging to realize it's really hard to focus on my body when I was scanning it and I wasn't patient enough. Mm. So that was a really kind of eye-opening experience for me. Like, okay, I think I can focus on my own life, but this moment, there's nothing to worry about. Um, I only need to focus on my breathing or my body sensations. I couldn't even focus on my 10, 10 seconds or 15 seconds. Mm. So the first, uh, first day and the third day and the fifth day were extremely difficult for me as we progressed in the course. But now looking back, that's where I realized little teeny tiny tinglings actually happen in the body. So I'm just really kind of amazed by it. And so now that you've been out of it, you did this like a month ago, right? Yes. And you still like, how is the, this sort of connection with your body and observing your body on this, on this deeper level? Do you still feel it that way? Like if I were to ask you right now, how do you feel inside your body? How I feel right now, I have not experienced again the deep meditation I've had in the center. Partially, I have, I have to say, I interact with technologies, uh, laptops, cell phones every day and think, think a lot about work also. And also my uh, living environment is, I would say it's, it's urban life that, you know, every day you hear, probably even now, like you hear um, cars and, you know, people talking just outside of my own apartment. That still has been challenging. There, there are days, actually last night too, I was really kind of, uh, I didn't finish my one hour evening, the dedication hour, because I was like, why it is so warm and hot and it's like my brain couldn't focus. In the same time, I was thinking about that. I was, you know, I know, okay, I was craving for this one hour to be over, which is, you know, it's an ongoing challenge. Are you that, still for an hour? Yes, I, I do two hours a day. Wow. Maybe missed the four or five times since I came back. Mm -hmm. And what benefits, uh, what changes are you noticing? One thing really funny about myself, I noticed that I, when I really want to say something or when I, or something provoked it, uh, sort of uh, anger or excitement, if I'm not speaking right away within one second, I notice a kind of a heat a warmth of a kind of blood flow it's kind of more like a heat came out from the chest to my throat and then to my head then there are times you know last few days was been has been we're, we're quite warm i would say and i i can feel the little um sweat on my forehead so that was uh, really obvious um, experience. I would say transformation experience that when I have the urge or the the temper, you know, when the, it's about to come out, it's like, okay, that's where it's coming. 
So I, I, I can see my, my body pattern, my mind pattern is like, you know, really uh, reactive. Also has been like that probably for years, I would say. So that's definitely uh, what I noticed after doing Vipassana every day. Mm, feel sharper in your ability to notice smaller details that's happening in your body, huh? Yeah, yeah, definitely like the teacher, the training. Uh, there were a few words really stay with me. Attentively, alertly, uh, what is the other one? Asen Goenka, he keeps saying that in the tapes that, you know, uh, during the sittings. Yeah. So I think that's, that's like my daily life too. Sometime a message come in, um, I just gave up what I was focusing on then when, when to check that message because I see the numbers, you know, you know, like on the WeChat or in the email. So that's really kind of like, you know, how, we re- how I responded before. So now it's more like awareness, also knowing that I can, or I can at least try to focus on one thing at a time. So this awareness, let me ask you this. Do you think of yourself, are you a spiritual person, would you say? Um, yes, now for sure. Mm. Very, very intuitive. Why do you say that? I mean, intuitive with my body. Yeah, so I don't know if that's spiritual by definition, but that's my understanding. Intuitive with your body. So you've had kind of a journey with meditation. And like you said before, it's helped you with your self-awareness and also with your headaches and stuff like that. So you, you reap the benefits of this practice. Okay, little note maybe add to here. I think starting 2017, I was trying to finish my master, which now still unfinished, uh, of master in cognitive psychology and experimental psychology. I just want to understand better about myself, uh, why I act or reacted so quickly, why I always feel excited or nervous. So that at the time, then I was studying actually Chinese counseling certificate at the same time. So there are different breathing techniques are used in counseling also. I found none of those work for me. And also reading didn't really help me to, it's really helpful by surface, you know, using, the, using uh, different techniques, two main techniques to help me to identify thoughts. But what I realized was my sleep got better because I continue with meditation every day. Mm. So initially I started it. And then while I'm studying the master and working and I noticed I don't have much headaches anymore, but I realized that I would uh, easily cry or sob when something comes up like at night. Um, I think that's kind of how I was trying to release uh, negativity or energy. And then later on changed as I, as I was experiencing different exercise patterns, meal patterns, you know, I'm really kind of into the, the biohacking, the productivity side of it. Again, nothing really helped with my mental pattern. Mm. So I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I need to try something deeper. So then kind of gave up meditation for about three months in early 2017. And then I started doing meditation every single day for at least 20 minutes sometimes 10 sometimes 20 but that's usually where the least amount of time that i put in and i never noticed until uh last year one day i was like mom you know i noticed myself like i hardly have any code 
and haven't had headaches for three years. She was like, yeah, you used to take a lot of, I asked my friends to buy a lot of, uh, you know, uh, the painkiller for me from the States. So I was like, that's so weird. So I noticed like, okay, studying didn't really helpful, but one thing I sticked with was meditation. So that was probably it. And then I started kind of uh, digging deeper, slightly different techniques. Um, then also along with my studying, you know, meditation really kind of slow down your brainwave, which is you're not agitated, you know, uh, less excitement. Uh, it's more peaceful, like uh, you're mentally and physically peaceful with yourself. So that was the things I noticed about myself. I was wondering one thing, is there any way that I can use meditation or I can use anything to change how I think about things just for the purpose of being more open-minded, be less reactive and be uh, mindful and welcoming to everything on this planet that I could not think of. Then I started reading the book, The Art of Living by the William Hart at Vipassana Meditation, you know, as taught by uh, S.N. Goenka. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's where, you know, I was like, okay, I need to give this a try. And then I started watching more videos about Sarah Buck's talks about Vipassana, um, talking more about friends, your experience. Mm -hmm. So that's where I really believe that your body, your mind, your daily habits are absolutely connected that you can find all the scientific research back it up. Even in, as in uh, the book, Art of Living, there was a dedicated chapter talk about it. So that's why I started notice in order to create a habit, in order to change the mindset I had for myself uh, to be better, because I always want to be better for myself. So to have the drive, I have to really understand my mind. So that's what I find. Maybe that's why I stick with Vipassana. I, I believe the real, we call the, you know, the law of nature is actually the real truth of each person to understand your body, your reaction, your sensation, your mind, that's all kind of connected. So that was a long journey in the past uh, three plus years uh, that took me to where I am today, which is decided to continue with, you know, dedication. We call dedication like every day to dedicate two hours every day to do Vipassana meditation. And surprisingly, it's really rejuvenating my brain somehow, even I meditate more and sleep less. So I'm quite happy with the progress I've made so far. Did you say dedication to earth? No, dedication to the meditation. Um, so, so what I'm hearing is that you're talking a lot about like your perceptions and your reactions and that meditation has helped you sort of recognize and, con and I don't know if contain is the right word, but sort of embrace your reactions in a more, uh, with more awareness, right? Yes. That's pretty good way to put it, yes. Connecting it with the recent times, you know, with the coronavirus, like, like, you know, there's a reaction 
against this thing, right? What has mm-hmm. been your reaction and what do you make of the world's reaction? I feel like the word that a lot of people are throwing up these days is reaction, <laughs> you know? It used to be, okay, let's, well, I don't mind to give the real talk. Reaction, I think it's definitely different people by different mean different things. Mm. Um, but my understanding of what people weren't talking about reaction is what they think other people are reacting towards what they think. So now I think it's my responsibility, you know, I mean, you don't have to take it as yours. I'm saying this, you know, it's my responsibility to understand my reaction towards everything. I also find something really interesting about the personal meditation. It's, it's purely physics. I mean, I don't know if you enjoy physics. I loved physics in junior high. Um, so there was always about cause effect, you know, in med- Vipassana meditation, just one, one reference. It's always about cause and uh, cause and results effect, the law of a cause effect. Mm. So what that means is, where what I'm experiencing right now, it must be something or few things accumulated from the past that led to where I am right now at this moment. For example, our chat right now, there was an effort of for me to understand and to share my experience, also mostly my misunderstanding, the, the mistakes I've made was thinking about meditation Mm. so i used to believe meditation is something to to take away my troubles to remove my pain to calm myself but actually for meditation my understanding my reaction is i'm just using this tool to understand what's going on inside of my body towards what's going on what's going outside of my body Mm. so that's why like I said earlier, I was coronavirus. I found myself the night before I took off. I was checking the coronavirus case, how many are found globally, because I don't want to put myself at risk, you know, and make my parents, my colleagues wonder, wondering or, you know, worry about me. So I felt like worried, okay, should I go or should I not go? So I was like, uh, then I said this to my mom, I was like, if any case found out the night before I uh, fly out to Sri Lanka that were found just even one case, I'm not going. So that's what I said to my parents two days before, actually on Chinese New Year Eve. That was my reaction. So then with coronavirus and my friends and family in the States were like asking for help or trying to even as of this morning, like they're trying to ask for, you know, any supplies. I can feel, I was like, oh my gosh, this is the results of what has happened to the, you know, I was like, okay. Then I got myself like, okay, you are thinking about because this happened, so now that. And then I kind of got a little bit angry. I told you so, you know, you should have done this. You, should, you know, China has finished this. So my reaction was really responsive, very, very agitated towards their idea. So that's what I think about. It is my responsibility to observe my behavior, my mind pattern mostly. And then because I can find the root cause of 
what exactly was the cause of me thinking that? Then I can change my understanding of that. And then observe my body sensation by doing meditation. So I can get whatever, you know, the anger I had, or maybe it was more disappointment I had um, to towards this coronavirus or towards similar, you know, suffering the world, especially in the States or Italy. The Vipassana, what taught me is really kind of observe the actual truth within my own self and not to believe or to blame or believe it's a cause of others or, or blame anybody else or anything outside of my own. Right, exactly right. Staying objective. I mean, right now, yeah. the world is in kind of a, uh, a reactionary mode and for not, for not bad reasons. And um, yeah, fear is a natural reaction, but not letting it consume you. That's the gift of uh, meditation, right? Exactly. I want to thank you for sharing your insight and your experience. Yeah, I can connect with a lot of things you're saying. And I, I feel like, yeah, we're all on the path of growth and understanding. And that is the way of humanity going forward, isn't it? Agreed, 100%. Yeah.